but if I sit here and I'm like, oh man, and I'm just in this like cyclical whirlwind or whirlpool of like negativity of like, I can't believe I did that. I was such an idiot or I can't believe they said that like, or, you know, whatever, like it is a hundred percent going to paralyze you very much like what Lot's wife did, right? Hey sister, I'm glad you're here listening to Avant Radio. I don't know what's keeping you down and I don't know what's going on, but what I do know is that this podcast is aimed towards moving you from timid to tiger. I'm Alicia, your host and an empowerment photographer. I'm here helping ladies to fully embrace their strength, confidence, and walk towards wholeness. So join me as I share tips that I've gained from my 20-year marriage, lessons I've learned rearing three kids, and insights uncovered from the various healings that God has brought through the last 30 years of following Him. You ready? Let's go. So today I want to talk about I want to talk about discouragement. <laughs> is the is the heavy air <laughs> around you? Uh, it it definitely has been like a freaking blanket to me. And you guys know what discouragement feels like. Uh, maybe there's different brands of it, different flavors of it. But whenever I get discouraged, I am quite literally. Um, it's hard to do anything. It's hard to think about anything. It's it's like I do have like a weighted blanket on, but you don't see it. Um, and my headspace is very negative. My heart space is very negative. All I can really see is just um, the poopy side of all the things, right? So that is where I have been in a last... I don't know, on and off for the last like couple of months, right? Because as you guys know, starting a photography business, starting any business or even trying to like do something. So for instance, like maybe you're trying to push your family in a new healthy direction or even yourself and maybe you have some like healthy patterns or habits that you're trying to introduce or or, you know, maybe there was a promotion that you were up for and you didn't get or the job application that you you know, you put in and you were hoping that you would get a call back, but that didn't happen. Like there are so many things out there that can trigger discouragement. And so really how you feel it can really be also very unique to you. So I've been going through it and there's two things, two very specific things that has, that continually helps me get out of discouragement. And it definitely helped me get out of it this last valley of mine. Um, The first thing is not looking back. Not looking back. Um, So there's actually a story where a city is being, uh, this story is in the Bible, it's in the Old Testament, and a city is being destroyed and the angel saved Lot and his wife and was like, hey, you guys, uh, yet you see those like mountains over there, you need to run like it's cool to those mountains as fast as you can. Do not look back. I repeat, 
do not look back. Well, what happened? Lot's wife looked back. She turned into like salt or like a stone or something. I think it's salt. Anyway, she turned into salt. Whether or not that really happened or not, like, you know, that's neither here nor there. But the analogy really stands for me. What happens when we look back is that we get so paralyzed of what could have been, what should have been, what opportunities we lost, what opportunities uh, was stolen from us or like whatever it is. We get so hyper-focused on the past that we are not at all fighting for our future. We're not building our future. We're not planning for our future. And I notice that this happens to me all the time. Whenever I get discouraged, I, I like look back and I go like, oh man, I should have done X, Y, and Z. And I should have, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and here's the thing. There is some good. There is some good at like reviewing the history of what you've done in your actions and see if there are lessons to learn from it. And then that's it. Then you cut your losses and you move on. Right. But if I sit here and I'm like, oh, man, and I'm just in this like cyclical whirlwind or whirlpool of like negativity of like, I can't believe I did that. I was such an idiot or I can't believe they said that like or, you know, whatever. Like it is a hundred percent going to paralyze you very much like what Lot's wife did. Right. She looked back. Instead of striving towards the future, which is what Paul says in the New Testament, you know, forgetting about what's in the past and striving towards the future, Lot's wife turned back, looked at the back, and it freaking demolished her. And I really think that the danger for us is still the same. It can demolish us. If we look backwards and we stay there, it can demolish our future, can demolish our relationships, and it's just not good it's not good. All right. So don't look back. What do you do? You do the second thing. The second thing is in Christian circles, we call it praise, but essentially be thankful, right? Be thankful for what you have. Be thankful for what you're working towards. Um, so for me with this whole, like, you know, um, the business and wanting the business to grow and being able to support me and be able to support, uh, you know, my family, uh, instead of right now, it's the family's paying for me to do it. <laughs> I kind of want, you know, the business essentially to, to start supporting the family more. Um, what I want is that, and I can be very discouraged because like that hasn't happened yet, but what I'm choosing to do is go, I'm thankful for the time that I have right now to be with my kids. I am thankful that I am clever and I know how to um, cut back groceries. I am thankful that there are certain foods that are on sale that I can buy. Perhaps maybe it's more chicken and we can save money. I'm going to be thankful that uh, I do have people who are interested and I am thankful for my little wins, right? And so what's happening is that is forcing me, whenever I'm being thankful for something, it's forcing me to be present and to be future-minded as well. And I can also, for me and my faith, I can be thankful for who God is, right? I can be thankful that like you are a provider, God. You 
have provided a house over our head, a car that works. And if our car doesn't work, God, you will provide a way to fix that car or a way to get where we need to go, right? God, thank you so much that you see me, that you care for me, that you love me, that you know me, that you know where I'm at. God, thank you so much that I know that if I focus on you and I'm thankful on you, that that you will get me wherever it is you want me to go. All right? But what's the danger in all of that? The danger is what happened to the Israelites when they were in the desert. Because in this moment, in this moment of... Um, crushing, if you will, in this moment of discouragement, in this moment of like a lot of pressure, I can easily go back like and look towards the the past again and go, oh man, remember when I had this job and I had this money and we can do this, that, and the other, you know? And so what will happen is what the Israelites did is whenever they were freed from the Egyptians, right? So this is back in Moses. This is pretty popular. So even if you're an art in the Bible, like you know the story, that what ends up happening is that um, the Israelites become so numerous in Egypt that Egypt ends up enslaving the Israelites. And the Israelites are pleading with God, please send somebody to come and rescue us. Well, that person comes in, in the person of Moses. And Moses um, God uses Moses to get the people out, the Israelites, out of Egypt, and then they're in the desert, right? And while they're in the desert, this is, I forgot, like, how quickly this happened. I don't know if it's a week, a month, or if it's a, you know, they were in there for 40 years, but I think this was before that punishment. That's a whole nother message. Anyway, um, the, the Israelites are like, oh, the onions and the garlic, and the leeks. Oh, if we were back in Egypt right now. And it's like, wait a minute. You are literally getting manna from heaven. So there's this like food matter that's coming from heaven that's like, that is raining down from the sky that is said to taste like honey cakes, right? Granted, it is one flavor profile and that's all they're eating. But they're literally getting food like dropped out from the heaven for them. And they, and they're free, right? They are like not enslaved anymore, but they are wishing to be back in Egypt. They're completely forgetting about the slavery, but they're remembering the garlic, right? And so what, what ends up happening for me is that like, so if I'm not thankful for the current and I'm not thankful for the future, what will happen is that sometimes I will cycle back and I'll think about the past and I'll think about everything that I missed, right? I'm like, oh, look at all the stuff that I lost. So again, making sure that I am thankful for the future or thankful for the things that I currently have really keeps me present minded. And it's a huge blessing. Um, it's a huge blessing because it actually brings a lot of peace and it brings a lot of contentment. So just to kind of wrap up, when you're discouraged, don't turn around. If you're going to look in the past, get those lessons and then get out. Don't look at the past. 
if you have to write a letter to that past person or whatever, write it and burn it up, right? And then move on and strain, strain towards the future. Now, how do you focus on the future? How do you focus on the present? You'd be thankful. You'd be thankful and you'd be wary that if you're not thankful and you're not practicing, constantly practicing gratitude, it will drag you back to all the things that is missing, all the things that you wish you had. Sister, thank you so much for sticking with me to the end. Hopefully this episode has helped you see something to polish or given you some encouragement to keep at it. You are worth the fight. God made you with wholeness and freedom in mind. You are beautiful. You are powerful and you are capable. If this helped you in any way, please share it with others so they could benefit from it too. So a little bit more about the studio because the studio is the sponsor of the podcast. Avant serves ladies in the Savannah and surrounding areas. And I'd love to have you in my studio to experience an empowering modern glam or boudoir session. Join our ladies only Facebook group to see more images. And the link is always in the show notes. Until next time, ladies, shut up. Pad.